Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. In 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty The evil abuse of children that the world is waking up to today has been going on for many, many years. The Industrial Revolution was fueled by hundreds of thousands of children sold off of orphan trains at local fairs across the country, many of which were born within orphan asylums and referred to as foundlings. History shows us that not everyone sees an innocent child as someone to protect. And the Balenciaga scandal is exposing a hidden cult that celebrates the death and torture of children. The same photographer who placed the Supreme Court ruling on child porn in the Balenciaga ad that sparked this whole recent scandal also did a photo shoot for France's Double Magazine that featured a traumatized-looking child having her passport photo taken for a trip to the same Disney cruise line that provides snorkeling trips off the coast of Epstein's Island, otherwise known as Little St. James. Both photo shoots appear to have been styled by Russian stylist Lada Volkova, a highly celebrated stylist in the fashion industry who works for Vogue, Adidas, Chanel, and has been a top stylist for Balenciaga since 2014. She has deleted her Instagram account since the scandal hit, but archived images show a dark appreciation for child abuse, images of violent pedophilia, child torture, child disembowelment, Satanism, and cannibalism. Many of these images are appreciated by her rich and famous designer friends, Gosha Rubchinsky and Mark Jacobs, both accused of peddling pedophilia in their own work. A recent video shows what appears to be fake babies sold in blood-spattered Balenciaga swag. It's in your bag. In my bag, uh, like stuff for me. Can we do what's in the bag, please? Should I hold it for you and you can take things out? Excuse me. Yeah. Look, there's like a... Like when she starts to cry. Like then when, when she's gonna pee, I don't know. Then uh, when, when she's boring... Uh, she's boring. How you Right as the Balenciaga scandal goes viral, Hollywood actress Nicole Kidman, who was recently glamorizing eating bugs, proudly releases her own Balenciaga ad on Instagram. From what we are learning about these people, it seems strange for us to put our faith in any single one of them. And by all appearances, this wasn't an accident. It seems to be another demoralizing psyop. The Balenciaga stuff just gets worse and worse. Check this out. The people that recruited all of the models for Balenciaga's runway show was a woman called Rachel Chandler, who um, has been on Jeffrey Epstein's island. She's even posted the picture on Instagram of CCTV footage back in 2013, bragging about being on an island. This stuff's got me wondering if all high-end fashion brands are just fronts for human trafficking. So most of us know by now that Balenciaga got themselves canceled by having BDSM bears photographed with children. The same style bears were featured in one of their last runway shows, which was held in a mud pit. 
as if the brand weren't disgusting enough. But who opened for the show? Yeah, Kanye West was pretty close with Balenciaga before they got canceled for that last photo shoot. Kanye's been all over the place for years. Everybody knows that. I'm sure he's been through a lot. I feel for him, but let's keep our eyes open, yeah? It's a very small club, and yet the majority of us still seem to obsess over them, like royalty, which begs the question, do we have any power? And if we someday find that we do, what are we going to do about this evil? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. You know that uh, Balenciaga, it, it means a couple different things in a couple different languages, depending on where you put the spaces, but it either means, uh, like, literally worship the devil or uh, do as you will. Bal is God is, other, is another way to put it. Uh, it's all a coincidence, though. Don't look too much into it. It's all just a happy coincidence. They love fashion. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. What a show we have for you today. I got so much news to get into, so many videos to get to. We will be opening up the phone lines nice and early to take your phone calls before welcoming a special guest in the third hour. So let's just not waste any time at all. Get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for the 1st of December, 2022. Breaking Elon Musk confirms that Twitter has interfered with elections. It's a stunning admission from the new owner of Twitter.com. He confirmed on Wednesday that Twitter has interfered in, uh, with elections. In response to a report from Reuters about Twitter's move to free speech under Musk, he replied that, quote, the obvious reality, as longtime users know, is that Twitter has failed in trust and safety for a long time and has interfered in elections. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. It was only a few days ago that Musk made the announcement that the, quote, Twitter files on free speech suppression will soon be published to Twitter itself. The public deserves to know what really happened very excited for uh, that revelation of course we already know generally what's going on there it's it it's pretty transparent in the way that they manipulate and uh, coordinate with the powers that be there have also been concerns that the big tech platform interfered with elections in African countries by suppressing and censoring information there. Bloomberg reported in 2020 that social media platforms were cracking down on election-related content in Guinea due to concerns that the existing government was using these platforms to spread misinformation. It's misinformation, you see. It's not just in America. It's around the world that they're using their power as providers of internet services to manipulate politics to their own ends and that's our number one story on the daily dispatch because there's going to be a lot of stories about twitter today a lot of strange activity behind the scenes that we'll be looking into so stay tuned for that meanwhile the white house says it is not taking a side on the cause of anti-lockdown protests in china why would they why would they we're going to show you some videos today of the true horror of living in a Chinese-style communistic system. Uh, But why would the White House stand up against that? That's what they're going for. You understand that, right? In Xinjiang's capital, Urumqi, where at least 10 people is where the people died in the fire because they were locked and welded into their 
building and um, were allowed to burn or suffocate to death. Most of the city's residents have been prevented from leaving their homes for over 100 days as a result of the draconian rules, which are still in place after nearly three years after the pandemic began, while Chinese citizens are now clearly being subjected to human rights abuses in the name of maintaining a brutal lockdown. The White House could only respond with a mealy-mouthed statement. Kirby prevaricated by saying the White House was, quote, on the side of peaceful protest, but the the administration was not, quote, taking a side in terms of what these protesters are about. And, of course, when they say they're uh, in favor of peaceful protest, it's only certain ones, and it only needs to be peaceful in certain regards. Uh, in other cases, you'll have peaceful protesters arrested while violent rioters get off scot-free. It's all very confusing because none of it's legitimate or consistent. It's all at a whim depending on their particular agenda, which there's actually some – there's some news out of China that sort of contradicts this. They're, they're actually letting up in some cases and cracking down in others. But three years after, you're still being forced to wear a mask, still being forced to stay inside. It's pretty horrific. And there's a trend on Twitter now of people posting videos and going, look at the way the police are brutalizing these poor Chinese citizens. Oh, wait, this is Melbourne. Oh, wait, this is Ottawa. Oh, wait, this is Washington, D.C. And posting videos from the brutal crackdowns on protesters in Western countries by Western police showing that there really is no difference between the the Chinese and Western response except for, I guess, in scale – But there's a reason why we're not still in lockdown. You get that right. There's a reason that the the Chinese have been, you know, this pot that's boiled over at this point while Western the Western world has returned largely to normal. And it's not because the people in power wanted it that way. It's because the people who stood up against these brutal lockdowns forced them to temper their madness just a little bit. Meanwhile, Elon Musk's Neuralink might start clinical trials with humans in six months. In April 2017, Musk said that Neuralink aims to make devices to treat serious brain diseases in the short term, and the ultimate goal is human enhancement. Neuralink, an American brain chip production company, will likely launch clinical trials in humans in six months, the head of the company, Elon Musk, has announced. Elon Musk, uh, truly a a jack-of-all-trades, you might say. One hand, he's releasing free speech on Twitter and being attacked for it. On the other hand, he wants to put a chip in your brain to control you. So I guess I'll say I'm lukewarm on him right now. (laughs) Bizarre. I'm going to cover this story later. Uh, But also on Musk, Musk is dominating our daily dispatch today. EU and U.S. turn up the heat on Elon Musk over Twitter. EU commissioner warned the billionaire must adhere to the rules as Janet Yellen indicates Washington could review purchase. So yeah, they're, they're going after Twitter with everything they got. Javier Espinoza in Brussels, James Politi in Washington, Christina Criddle in London, and Hannah Murphy in San Francisco. Uh, oh, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little excited. I think, I'm, I think I just read the authors of this article. <laughs> That's who wrote these. Uh, Elon Musk is under renewed pressure from the e, uh, U.S. and EU over his ownership of Twitter as regulators clamp down on the billionaire's push to transform the social network into a freewheeling haven of free speech. Well, we can't have that. Can't have free speech on the Internet. That's dangerous. The European Commission on Wednesday threatened Musk with a ban unless Twitter abides by strict content moderation rules as U.S. Treasury Secretary Secretary Janet Yellen indicated that Washington was reviewing his purchase of the social network. Isn't it great? Isn't it amazing when it's uh, conservatives being openly censored, destroyed, having their reach limited, and the true stories that they say deleted from the internet 
Uh, it's a private company. It can do whatever it wants. Okay, it's a private company. Sure, they host po- child porn. Sure, they use their power to sway U.S. elections and elections around the world. But it's fine because they're a private company. But when that private company actually follows the dictates of the Constitution, when it actually is owned by somebody that seems to want to encourage free speech rather than restrict it, well, suddenly everybody needs to step in. Suddenly the White House has an interest in uh, keeping an eye on Twitter. Suddenly Janet Yellen is talking about uh, perhaps wanting to uh, review the purchase of Twitter. Everybody who's anybody is suddenly poking their greasy noses into uh, Twitter's business to try to get things back to normal. Normal, of course, being a cabal of unaccountable international weirdos who get to dictate whether the U.S. president can speak to his people or not. They'd much rather have a a shadow. Elon Musk, he's out there. He's in the open. He's telling everybody exactly what he's doing. He's going on Twitter and saying, here's what we're doing now. Here's what's happening here. Here are the new updates you can expect. Here's who we're releasing. Totally open, totally transparent, apparently, uh, at least much, much more so uh, than the former Twitter regime, which just operated behind a curtain like the Wizard of Oz and just made decisions without ever justifying it, without ever able to be questioned. And also it was controlled just like Facebook by an oversight board that was full of people that aren't even from America, literal just non-Americans, people in foreign governments actually sitting on the oversight board and deciding whether or not your president has the ability to speak online. Literally, the foreign justice minister of the state of Israel was on the oversight board oversight board that silenced Donald Trump and got him kicked off of the internet following January 6th. You know, when he put out a video saying stay peaceful and everybody go home and then they took it down and said actually that video was supporting violence, so we deleted the president of the United States. It's a it's it's a it's a crazy situation, folks, and we're going to talk a lot about Twitter today. Not just because it's some social media company that you know we want to be able to be on to, to post fun memes, but because the most powerful people in the world seem utterly horrified that they don't have control over it anymore. They seem to place a heck of a lot of importance on this particular free speech platform, this particular social media platform. And so maybe it's worth paying attention to ourselves, and we'll get into some of the machinations going on behind the scenes there, as by the way, Tim Cook and Klaus Schwab in Washington, D.C. What? Something suspicious going on there? Yes, definitely. We'll check it out. Finally, we have an answer to the story yesterday. San Francisco, we reported uh, the police were asking for killer robots, uh, and it's been approved. San Francisco will allow police to deploy robots that kill, but they say, don't worry, we're not talking about robots with guns. That's crazy. We're talking about robots with bombs, so nothing to worry about now. Amazing stuff. It's horrifying. December 2022 is here. And we are proud and very excited to announce that free shipping is back at InfoWarsStore.com. That's right. Free shipping on all orders of $50 or more. But we've signed a new deal with a big national shipping company, and they're able to cut our regular shipping cost by up to 50%. So that means even on orders that are below $50, you're going to be paying way lower than you were previously. This is a game changer. We're so excited about it. Our listeners had really asked for free shipping again. We couldn't afford it before, but by moving to a bigger national distributor, we're able to do it. So now, your orders will be shipped even faster. The same great customer service and more. So, get huge discounts and free shipping 
on so many great items at InfoWarsStore.com right now. I want to thank you all for your support, but now there's no excuse to boost your immune system, lead a healthier life, and keep InfoWars on the air. InfoWarsStore.com. Christmas 2022 is almost here, and we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com that empower your body, your libido, your immune system, that just enrich your life. So whether it's Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus or Body's Ultimate Tumor Formula, they're all still in stock, discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now, finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus the book, The Great Reset in the War for the World, signed or unsigned, it's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So again... That's free shipping on all orders, $50 or more at InfoWarsStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. And we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The American Journal. What what a show we have for you. How We have just so much to cover right now. It's a... Hard to even know where to begin. We're going to be talking about – there's been a lot of revelations into the corruption of the FBI and the DOJ, how it has been weaponized and politicized to go after conservatives as we all know well. But we've got a lot of details about that now. Also, Twitter and, and free speech will be a big topic that we'll cover. And Sam Bankman-Fried and the FTX scandal, the fraud, the $20 billion kid currently – living his life in the Bahamas and being interviewed by the New York Times and Good Morning America who and, and acting like a very naughty little child. I mean it's just it's, – it's unbelievably bizarre and uh, gives a lot of insight into just the exact level of power that certain people have in this country. We've got a lot of videos. Uh, we're going to get to all of those videos. We also have a lot of videos of what's happening in China and God, just – just a lot, just a lot to get into. Also, Charlie Kirk held, held a speech at University of New Mexico yesterday. Uh, Savannah Hernandez was there getting video on the ground interviews and such with uh, protesters that showed up. Turned into a more or less a full-on riot. Little weirdos trying to fight police in full-on riot gear and getting their butts handed to them. It's, it's pretty fun content, honestly. But uh, we'll get to that because, again, it explains – it's really illuminating. It, it – shows just how mindless these people are. They literally don't know who Charlie Kirk is, and they are pulling their hair out and screaming as loud as they can at somebody that they've never even heard talk. They have no idea what he's all about. And it also should give you some insight into you know how seriously you should take the outrage of the left. And they're literally yelling at people that they don't know about stuff they don't understand. And Charlie Kirk, Charlie Kirk of all people, one of the most milquetoast you know, personalities on the right right now. Not that he's not good. He's he's very good. He's very um he's very attractive to sort of the the more normie level conservatives. <laughs> I guess you can put it that way. Uh, and he's very good at what he does. But 
He's not exactly a Nick Fuentes-style character. He's not exactly way out there on the fringe saying stuff that that uh, is outrageous. He's just not. But it's all, it's all pretty incredible. Let's start off with uh, Twitter, shall we? I thought this was put really well by Alexander Augustine, a.k.a. Wurzel Root, on Twitter. He says, when they're winning... Private companies can violate the Constitution. Sorry. So it's a private company, so they get to do what they want. Uh, when we're winning, the private company will comply with the government or the government will bankrupt them. And that's exactly what's happening. Uh, Elon Musk has met with Tim Cook, apparently. He posted a tweet from the uh, Twitter headquarters yesterday saying he had a very, very good conversation with him. Just, just wonderful. Good to hear Elon Musk met with Tim Cook, says they resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter being purged from the App Store. Tim Cook apparently said that was never being considered. They never said that. What? Us? <laughs> Apple? No, we just say it's a sin. We say it's a, a cause of spiritual damnation to allow people like Alex Jones on our platform, but we would never kick Twitter off the Apple Store. What? Earlier this month, Musk warned activist groups and advertisers that he may use his new bully pulpit to launch a thermonuclear name and shame if they work to try to destroy free speech in America. But we already know that's happening. This is the thing. It's not – none of this is secret anymore. None of this is in the shadows any longer. You don't have people – well, you do. You have people working behind the scenes to – you know, put pressure on companies and businesses and especially in the big tech world to submit to their restrictions on free speech and to do the dirty work that the government is constitutionally prevented from doing. Uh, but now they're just they're also just doing it out in the open. Companies are proud about this. Companies come out and say, we are doing this now. We are boycotting Twitter because they allow free speech and everybody cheers them. So it's sort of beyond a conspiracy at this point because conspiracies by definition are secretive. This is just a collaboration at this point. On Monday, Musk went hard against Apple CEO Tim Cook for threatening to, quote, withhold Twitter from its app store and pulling most advertisers from his site. Musk met with Cook personally at the Apple HQ on Wednesday and thanked him for taking him around. Musk said on Wednesday they had a good conversation. But immediately following this uh, very good conversation, uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook was seen meeting with Republican lawmakers in Washington. Apple CEO Tim Cook this week traveled to Washington, D.C. to meet with top Republican lawmakers, reports Bloomberg. Cook is said to be aiming to create ties with the GOP as it prepares to assume control of the House in the new year. Again, I just can't help but think that we're being just set up for total ultimate disappointment. Again, all we want is a GOP that actually stands for our rights. All we want is a GOP that uses the power that we have entrusted to them, that we have given to them through our vote. We have empowered them. You now have the the sheriff's badge on your chest. You have the authority to do things that nobody else in the world can do. Doesn't matter how big a corporation is, the U.S. government can stomp it into dust if it works against American rights. That's what the government is for. Are they going to do it? I seriously doubt it. They they seem completely weak-willed and incapable of making meaningful difference. And when really it shouldn't be that hard because all they have to do is follow the lead of the left. 
It's not even the Democratic Party. It's just the people on the left. It's just the people in this ideological milieu that are willing to do whatever they can, use whatever power they have to progress their ideological agenda, regardless of precedent or justifications of any sort. Yellen hints at national security probe into Twitter purchase. So you just have to make up an excuse. This is what the Republicans need to learn from the left. If you want to do something, you just slap the words national security onto it, and then you can do it and claim anybody who resists is a threat to national security. It's, it's a very convenient little trick they've worked up. Senior U.S. official previously said there was no basis for an investigation into the $44 billion deal, but now they're letting free speech take the reins. So they're going to have to step in. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said federal officials could seek to launch a review into the billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk's recent purchase of, t- of Twitter if it were deemed to carry national security risks. And they get to decide whether it carries national security risks. So, yeah, I think they're going to they're going to review this. Sure, the economy's tanking. Inflation is at an all time high and continuing to rise. Yeah, we there's a railroad issue where the supply chain, which is already teetering on the edge, may be pushed over by the slightest gust of wind. But no, they're focusing on the on the important things like stopping Twitter from allowing free speech. And of course, you know, I mentioned that the day after Elon was seen or you know posted a, a picture meeting with Tim Cook at at uh, Apple HQ, Tim Cook was seen in, in Washington D.C., which at the very same time, uh, Klaus Schwab spotted in Washington, D.C. hotel. Hey, what a coincidence that is. You've got the leaders of big tech meeting with the newly empowered Republican majority at the same time that the World Economic Forum chair Klaus Schwab is in Washington, D.C. See, this is the the international unelected global government going to dictate terms and set the agenda for the next couple of days. Greg Price, who serves as the senior digital strategist for X Strategies LLC, reported that Klaus Schwab is in Washington, D.C., taking a picture of him in the former Trump Hotel, now the Waldorf Historia, just sitting there, just sitting there in the hotel, just by himself, just all alone, no security, no nothing. Got to be nice, knowing that you can try to destroy the world and not even have to fear retribution. Christmas 2022 is almost here. And we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com that empower your body, your libido, your immune system, that just enrich your life. So whether it's Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus or Body's Ultimate Tumor Formula, they're all still in stock, discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now, finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed or unsigned. It's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So again, that's free shipping on all orders, $50 or more at InfoWarsStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. And we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We're going to continue to talk about what's happening with Twitter and free speech in general. 
dive that into the way the FBI and DOJ is working openly with these groups to censor people that anything from question their motives to question the election, just anything of the sort. It's the biggest threat to our basic human rights that America has ever seen, and it's going completely uncontested by the people in power either politically or those in the media whose job it is to try to protect us from government overreach. No, they're they're actively involved in it now. Yellen hints at national security probe into Twitter purchase. Apple CEO meeting with Republican lawmakers in Washington, D.C. at the very same time that Klaus Schwab is spotted in Washington, D.C. No doubt there for some shadowy conclave of billionaires and their pu- and their puppets pets politicians <clears throat> senator scott weiner is getting in the action you know he's the one that passed a law that made it legal to sodomize minors uh, in california made it legal to pass hiv knowingly onto your partner without telling them and uh, uh, avoid prosecution for that just a number of legislative decisions that have done nothing but <laughs> increase the degeneracy and and sexual exploitation going on amazing stuff he keeps getting elected somehow good lord he says not even 24 hours after maga grifter charlie kirk tweeted homophobic lies about me i received his this threat repeating one of his lies that was his but that was the point riling people up against me and other lgbtq people pretty hilarious words have consequences and twitter's becoming a cesspool for this crap here's the problem though that pretty much everybody noticed immediately he posts this supposed tweet that he got or or dm that he got of some sort uh, essentially he said he says i received this threat repeating his lies um but it's obviously a screenshot of something that he wrote himself it's not just this cursor at the bottom that you can see, which is what appears when you're the one typing the message, but it also has parts underlined, uh, like spell check. It has spell check things under, like this is he wrote this. This is in his note app. So Senator Scott Weiner wrote this to himself, screenshotted it, and put it out, claiming that he was being threatened because Charlie Kirk told the truth about what Scott Weiner does in an attempt by Scott Weiner to bring in the sympathies of other gay or or lesbian people to act like they're the ones under attack when again he's he's punching himself in the face and saying this is because i'm gay if you're gay you have to protect me i mean it's just it's just weird and bizarre but again it's it's also an attack on twitter right he's saying that uh this is you know the type of things that uh, twitter is allowing to happen twitter he says is becoming a cesspool for this crap okay i mean does Senator Scott Wiener not like cesspools? Seems like his type of thing, actually. But that's fine. Uh, here's what he wrote to himself. He says, it's a shame you come out and you're trying to release all these pedophiles. Oh, were these the lies? Are these the lies that, uh, that Charlie Kirk was promoting? The actual f- fact, the actual news headline that talked about all the pedophiles being released? Th- this is the lie that uh, Charlie Kirk is promoting. He says, you're okay with people intentionally giving other people AIDS. Yes, he passed a law to that effect. And your office can't even pick up the phone to answer these questions. You're sick, man. I don't even call you. You shouldn't even be a man. You're a sick individual there with the spell check underlined because he wrote it himself. 
This is how bad these people are at false flags now. They don't even have to try. You're sick individual. I don't care about what you do off hours, but when you try to force it on Pond California, it's like myself and others. You'll have something coming to you. People like you won't be able to walk down the street when light comes in the darkness. You're effing providing you piece of crap. Uh, so again, that was a message that Scott Weiner wrote to himself to try to pretend like he's some sort of victim uh, when people disagree with his uh, outrageous and nonsensical laws allowing people to uh, spread AIDS secretly to their lovers. Okay, incredibly bizarre. Uh, but that, that's a, it's another uh, you know tactic. You got to build up the evidence before you go see Twitter. It's it's becoming a cesspool of violence and threats. We have to do something. Janet Yellen has to take time off of her very important schedule of destroying the economy to destroy free speech while she's at it. And it's, it's worth reminding everyone that it doesn't matter how free or you know how free your country is or whether you have sprouted from the same original source as america america is the only country in the world still with a first amendment with the right to free speech guaranteed and enshrined in its founding documents that of course is why they're trying to destroy the founding documents but in places like new zealand known for its rather you know lax government policy on a number of uh, different things that's decreasingly so ever since covid but kim.com has revealed the new york the new zealand government has admitted they have backdoor access to censor content on social media this is from uh, um, a government official here official information act 1982 requested data so this is like their the equivalent of the foia request say thank you for your request you ask the following, has the government, any division of the government, any member of the government, or any organization acting on behalf of the government ever had partner access to Facebook's takedown portal? The response to this is yes. It's pretty unequivocal. Yes, they say, the Department of Internal Affairs has access to Facebook's takedown portal. Please note, we cannot advise if any other government agency has access to this takedown porter, uh, portal, and I'm sure they do, and I'm sure America does as well. It's a little bit hidden. It's a little bit more secretive. See, they don't have to hide the fact that the New Zealand government has direct access to Facebook's internal process for taking down information or taking down accounts. The government can just do that now, and they're doing it through the corporations, as we've pointed out for a very long time, as just sort of a workaround for the restrictions of the Constitution. It doesn't make it any less illegal. It's still the government doing it. It's still private companies doing it at the behest of government agents, but because they aren't just openly doing it themselves, they act like the government is not responsible. They, they clearly are. So this is a clear and blatant violation of the First Amendment. It's the utter and total destruction of that most basic human right that guarantees all the others, and it's slowly but surely being chipped away as we speak. I have a good video of this from uh, uh, Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy or something. He's uh, very excellent on this, and we'll go to that video maybe in the next next segment here as we continue our coverage of the total and utter destruction of free speech across the world. But this story here also kind of ties into the the Sam Bankman-Fried story as well. We'll get into some of those videos in the next hour where Sam Bankman-Fried stole $20 billion and is sitting free saying, but I didn't mean to. Yeah, but I didn't mean to, so you can't blame me. It was an accident. It was an oopsie-daisy. Sorry. Oh, my bad. Oh, I didn't mean to, though. Kind of like 
Hillary Clinton, remember James Comey giving that speech saying, yes, she did break the law. Yes, she did have classified material. Yes, she did ignore subpoenas and destroy devices we told her to maintain as a part of our investigation. But we don't think she meant to. So she's free to go and elect her for president. She has my endorsement. I mean, it's just, it's wild how, how this works for some people. I didn't mean to. That just that just works. It's like that Dave Chappelle. It's like that Dave Chappelle skit about white guys and and the police. Oh, I didn't realize that was illegal. Well, you're free to go, sir. I mean, this is this is how these people act. Although it's not like a speeding ticket, it's stealing billions of dollars and or hijacking a United States presidential election. These are the crimes they're doing, and they're getting away with them by saying, "I didn't mean to." Twitter's ex safety Yoel Roth admits uh, finally admits mistake of censoring post hunter biden scoop oh it was a mistake oh it was it was an accident i see it was a little it was a little oopsie daisy just eliminating this bombshell story that shed incredibly negative light on joe biden's campaign and exposed the corruption of his entire family oh it was an accident that you deleted that right before the election it was a mistake i it was a mistake i see We'll get into more of what he says, and I'll show you that great video from uh, Ramaswamy on the other side. Stay with us, folks. It's American Journal. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's came over. And all over the planet... Humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com. And the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks still to come in today's program we're going to show you the videos of sam bankman freed getting a, a 
rousing applause from all the people that he schemed and, and scammed against to make his billions of dollars in fortune, which he still has, by the way. He claims to have $100,000 in the bank. I'm just going to come out and say that's a lie, okay? So we'll get into why that is a little bit later. We'll show you those videos, uh, mock, laugh at, and perhaps rage at old Sam Bankman-Fried. I'm also going to try to try to squeeze it in today. If we don't have time, I'll, I'll have to do it tomorrow. But a caller called in a couple weeks ago, I think, and talked about some new supposed Messiah in Israel. I've done some research on this, and it's very hilarious. It's very so. We'll be debunking the the false Messiah in Israel. We're talking about how it's how he and and this idea is going to be used uh, to bring in the real false Messiah and the Antichrist. It's a very clever scheme I think they have going on, and I'll explain my reasoning behind that. I'll show you some pretty hilarious TikToks. <laughs> this guy's miracles. It's it's very funny. And we'll get into that as well if we have time. But first, let's get back to the real the real big issue here. As we've covered many times on this show, called for years the Great Reset, the, the Great Cooperation, and explained how the U.S. government is circumventing the strictures of the U.S. Constitution by outsourcing their tyranny to private companies. It's not that complicated. It's not that confusing. It's not that secretive. It's a part of the Great Reset plan. If you listen to the world government summits that they have, Klaus Schwab is not shy. He's actually extremely explicit in the tactic of bringing together the governments and the corporations of the whole world to work on behalf of the progress moving forward. And uh, that's what they're doing. They're not just saying it. Of course, if you're a liberal, you can just pretend not to believe it. You can just pretend this isn't happening. You can just ignore this actual, literal, global government fascism being instituted because it's on your side for now. You can ignore it for now. Okay, but it's being imposed. It's being installed. It is the biggest threat to human rights America has allowed to exist since our inception. Pretty horrific. Uh, And this guy who uh, I keep seeing clips of him and every time he is just dead on the money, hitting the nail on the head. Really incredible stuff. I think it's Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, although that's just from memory. Uh, He was on Fox News and explained this almost like he's on Infowars. It's almost like Infowars is somehow breaking through the barriers, breaking through the matrix, and actually being you know the same topics being discussed in mainstream media. It's it's incredible. It's really wild. I mean, sure, it would have been nice if ten years ago they were on the same page and we would have prevented it from ever getting to this point. But hey, better late than never, I guess. Let's go down to clip number nine. Governments using private actors to do through the back door what governments cannot do under the under the Constitution. Let's watch. Look, this would have the framers of our First Amendment rolling over in their graves. This is the number one thing they feared, is that the U.S. government would target critics of the U.S. government and try to silence them. But what they did not imagine is that the government would be coordinating with private actors to be able to do it through the back door. And I think there was some alarming reporting earlier this year. The removal of Alex Berenson by Twitter at the White House's behest is one good example of it, where the White House is specifically targeting individuals 
individual critics of the U.S. government and silencing them. If the First Amendment was crafted to protect against one evil, that was the number one evil on the list. But the reason they've been able to get around the Constitution and the First Amendment is they're using the invisible hand, if you will, of the private actors under the guise of government action that's actually lurking behind the scene. And that gets back to the same point I made earlier. It is not just governmental threats to free speech. It is not just the threat posed by private companies. It is the combination of the two that represents a force that is far more repressive for free speech and freedom in this country than any other force this company, this country has known. And that's what we need to wake up to. Of course, this has been our argument the entire time. And the, the real point of the government is to protect your rights not just to not violate your rights, right? You don't institute a government and go, okay, you have essentially unlimited power to do what you will to the people of this country, but you're only empowered to to not violate their rights. No, they're empowered to preserve your rights even when your rights are under threat from private institutions, private organizations, or foreign governments. Our government is there to shield and protect Americans, not just not tyrannize them, right? The First Amendment isn't just saying that the government can't prevent you from speaking. It's saying that you have a right to free speech and the government is there to protect and ensure that right. I know this is government 101, people, but uh, apparently we need to go over this again. But there's a an even deeper cooperation going on. It's being revealed by the likes of Josh Hawley right now. But we've already seen it in action as we have, we're covering this story. Twitter's ex-safety chief, Yoel Roth, finally admits mistake – Mistake of censoring posts Hunter Biden story. Oopsies, it was a mistake. I just – are you not insulted by the way they treat you? Are, they, are you not insulted by how stupid they think you are? They think you're Democrats. It's unacceptable. Yoel Roth, who was Twitter's head of trust and safety until he quit in November in the wake of Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover, confessed Tuesday that the company erred. They erred in restricting people from sharing the scoop. But he said, but we didn't know what to believe. We didn't know what was true. We didn't know if it was true or not. Imagine. So why don't you censor every single news story, you incompetent rube? Like, What are you talking about? You didn't know. The newspaper was reporting it. How would you have known before that? (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? You could literally say this for any story that the newspaper publishes. You go, well, I don't have firsthand knowledge of this material, so I'm going to censor it now until, you know, two years from now when it doesn't matter anymore and everybody knows about it and the election's already been won, and then I'll release it because I just don't know if it's true or not. Well, read the article. If you don't know the article is not true, don't censor. I mean, these people. The excuses they make. This is treasonous activity. This is a blatant violation of our First Amendment right. And he got away with it. He's getting away with it. And he's getting articles written and say, well, it was an accident. It was was a whoopsie-doopsie. Oh, our bad. But, of course, he didn't just do it himself. He had the backing of 50-plus intelligence agencies, agents who all came along to say, yes, we think this is – it has all of the hallmarks of Russian disinformation – Just total lies, just open, despicable lies of the most egregious type. And apparently people on the right are the only ones that care because it's politically expedient for the left to ignore the open violation of our constitution, the blatant censorship being carried out by our own government, the suicidal idiots. But Josh Hawley is, again, 
digging deeper into this, actually using the power that the American people have granted him to actually serve the American people, and it's having amazing results. He says, in June, a whistleblower came to me and Chuck Grassley with documents exposing Biden's plan for a disinformation board to suppress American speech. Now DHS has, under duress, turned over new de- new emails that show more of what they're, they've been hiding. Secretary Mayorkas told me under oath that the disinfo board hadn't met yet back in May, but DHS emails reveal their disinfo steering group held weekly meetings Starting as early as February, the board was up and running. He lied under oath, huh? Gosh, maybe that should be a crime. I don't know. Maybe we should have like a crime to be in position of power and then lie to the civilian oversight that's duly elected into Congress. I I don't know. I mean is this a radical idea that maybe when you swear an oath to tell the truth and then you lie that there should be some punishment mechanism in place? I don't don't know. Maybe I'm I'm crazy here because apparently our entire intelligence – stratosphere operates with the understanding that they can lie with impunity to the very people who are supposed to have the civilian oversight over them because i didn't elect alejandro mayorkas none of us had a chance to elect any of these people who have been placed into positions of power christopher ray or any of the sort now we elect the people who are supposed to have oversight over them but if the people who have oversight over them don't know what they're doing and can't get them to do can't get them to you know give them any proper oversight then there's a major issue that we have in this country. DHS's collusion, he goes on, with big tech went much deeper than we knew. The board discussed an analytic exchange with big tech, and emails reveal plans for meeting with Facebook official who suppressed the New York Post Hunter Biden story. That's not all. The Disinfo board was partnering with dim dark money groups too, the OMA DR network, a dark money outfit that has funneled millions of dollars into dim advocacy groups, sent the board memos trying to shape the board's policy. Because it's not just that the U.S. government is involved in this, it's that it is a cooperation by the superstructure of leftist, activist, so-called philanthropist, non-governmental organizations, and their big tech cronies all aligned against the American people working in the shadows to destroy your ability to speak up against them. It's despicable and horrific and the biggest threat to our country that we've seen since the Soviet Union had nukes aimed at us. The Biden administration says the disbanded disinfo board uh, says they disbanded the disinfo board but we know their censorship mission continues whole agencies within the federal government are now engaged in domestic censorship dhs must clean must come clean to congress with full unredacted docs asap or maybe they'll just put that off until they can get all of our guns and then just admit what they're doing and laugh in our face with our inability to do anything about it maybe that's their plan all along it's getting serious folks it's getting very very tentative christmas 2022 is almost here And we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com that empower your body, your libido, your immune system, that just enrich your life. So whether it's Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus or Body's Ultimate Tumor Formula, they're all still in stock, discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now, finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed or unsigned, it's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So again, that's free shipping on all orders, $50 or more at InfoWarsStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. And we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today.
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We will finish up with uh, the free speech coverage here. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about, but this is the biggest threat to America as we've known it. And there's more that I haven't even covered yet. Just to, just to recap here and add, add a little on, on the top, I even mentioned that it's now been uh, revealed that uh, Google helped to go after the January 6th uh, protesters by providing uh, 5,723 Trump supporters phone information with help from Google. Big Brother and Big Tech can team up to violate political opponents' privacy over J6. They can do the same to you, is the headline at The Federalist. Google gave the feds the personal data of nearly 1,500 individuals based on cell phone location data, indicating their presence near the Capitol complex on January 6, 2021. They saw, uh, the Department of Justice sought substantially more information as well, according to a recent court filing, including data on January 6 cell phone users wholly outside of the Capitol. These facts, coupled with Google's apparent disregard for the privacy rights of its cons- customers, expose the the potential for the government and big tech to collaboratively target political opponents, which of course they have. So you've got the DOJ cooperating with Google and Facebook and others, including the FBI getting direct access to Facebook DMs to censor and surveil people without their knowledge in violation of their uh, privacy rights. You have Twitter finally allowing free speech, which is led to everybody from the White House to Janet Yellen to hint at national security probes into the Twitter uh, purchase. Of course, in other countries, they don't have to worry about this sort of stuff. They just openly admit that they have active access and ability to take down people in the takedown portal, the official takedown portal of Facebook. So that's what the American government is headed towards, but still have the First Amendment at least forcing them to take more dishonest measures. You've got Senator Scott Weiner and other elected representatives writing their own threats to themselves in order to justify their proposed censorship. You've got the Josh Hawley investigation showing that the disinformation board was not only active far long before they admit that it was active, but that it continues to this day. You've got Yoel Roth admitting it was a mistake to listen to all of the intelligence agents who demanded that they take down the Hunter Biden story as to not risk the election of Joe Biden. And all of this is normal practice for the intelligence agencies who have been doing it for decades. Here's a video from 1983 of a CIA agent explaining exactly how they get away with this. Let's watch. Another thing is to disseminate propaganda to influence people's minds. And this is a major function of the CIA. And uh, unfortunately, of course, it overlaps into the gathering of information. You, you have contact with a journalist. You will give him true stories. You'll get information from him. You'll also give him false stories. And you do buy his confidence with true stories? You buy his confidence and set him up. We've seen this happen in, uh, recently with Jack Anderson, for example, who, who has his intelligence sources, and he has also admitted that he's been set up by them. You know, every fifth story just simply being false. Uh, you also work on their human vulnerabilities to recruit them in a classic sense, to make them your agent so that you can control what they do, so you don't have to set them up sort of, you know, by, by putting one over on them. So you can say, here, plant this one next Tuesday. Can you do this with responsible reporters? Yes, the Church Committee brought it out in 1975, and then Woodward and Bernstein put an article in Rolling Stone a couple of years later uh, 
400 journalists cooperating with the CIA, uh, including some of the biggest names in the business, mm -hmm. to consciously introduce the stories into the press. And nothing ever happened to reverse that trend. So this is it. This is the great cooperation between the intelligence agencies who themselves are managed by international groups, the big tech companies, the media companies who cover up all of the activity between these and you know, pretend and ignore uh, major stories in the same way that CBS and, and all the other mainstream media outlets supported and encouraged Twitter to delete the Hunter Biden story. So – Politicians, the DOJ, the FBI, the surveillance networks, the CIA, the intelligence agencies cooperating and really combining and intermeshing with big tech, the surveillance apparatus, as well as the media and social media, silencing people from speaking out. This is the great cooperation. It is the biggest threat that America has ever faced. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You would think you would think three hours a day would be more than enough to cover just a smattering of the most important news. Uh, maybe it's my maybe it's my fault. I got I mean I got so much still to get into. We spent the first hour of, of this show basically just just having to cover just what's been revealed over the last couple of days about the way that the, the First Amendment is under direct attack. We didn't even get to some of the biggest stories. Senator Whitehouse pressed IRS at DOJ to target conservatives. From the Daily Signal, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse called for revoking a tax exemption for a conservative group for not masking up and social distancing during the pandemic, insisted on a slew of investigations of other conservative groups, and pressed for the Internal Revenue Service to expand its reach. This is just the way the left is winning. Like, you want to know why the left wins? It's because they're evil, I guess, is the answer. They're not afraid to use their power in a completely inappropriate way to advance their own agenda, whether it's Janet Yellen claiming national security to try to interfere with the Twitter sale or using the IRS to go after conservative groups or using the DOJ and FBI to go after conservative groups or using the oversight committee to go after Donald Trump and investigate him and demand his tax returns to you know, sift through and try to find just one single thing that they could claim was inappropriate to try to tag him with Another charge. I mean, to, when you think about Donald Trump, there's only one of two things to believe. You either have to believe that he is the most brilliant criminal mastermind the world has ever seen and he's getting away with all of it. He really was a Russian disinformation agent. He really was a, a racist and a, and a sexist and all of these other things. They just, but he's so good at covering up his tracks. He really was trying to use Ukraine to get a political edge over his opponent Joe Biden, who at the time uh, wasn't his opponent and actually did blackmail the Ukrainian government into not investigating his son because he actually is the criminal mastermind here. But you have to like – and then he got away with January 6th and he gets away with this and he just gets away with everything because he's such a criminal mastermind or he literally has never done anything wrong and the powers that be have relentlessly tried to throw false charges on him that have failed because there is no evidence – because they're false. I mean, one of those is true, and one of them is a ridiculous lie that the media runs with on a continual basis. Okay, so just it it just it doesn't matter what position they're in, the left has used whatever power they have not to do what they're supposed to do. It's not like they fulfill their obligation 
well and then they also do this other stuff. It's like they just completely disregard what they're supposed to be doing and they just use all of their power in the sole purpose of destroying their political enemies and aggrandizing power under themselves. That's all they do. That's all they do. Is the IRS going after billionaires? No. It's going after people who you know, pay their, their nanny $600 on Venmo. That's what's going after. It's going after conservatives and trying to destroy their group through whatever process they can. Can't charge them with a crime? Eh, hit them with an IRS charge. Take away their non-governmental status. Sure, there are NGOs in this country right now that are cooperating with the cartels to bring in millions of people across the border in blatant violation of our laws. Those aren't being touched by the FBI. Those aren't being touched by the IRS. Those are allowed to continue their operations unmolested as they openly destroy this country with a full-fledged invasion. Many, many times the size of the Russian invasion of Ukraine every single month. They're allowed to continue that. Oh, but you want to you want to buy like Christmas trees for homeless people? It's uh, the IRS is going to crack down on you like a ton of bricks. There's everything, every position of power they have, they use towards their own aggrandizement, towards their own benefit, and in lawless violation of regular Americans just trying to just trying to live their lives. Cannot go on much longer like this, and the Republicans seem utterly incapable of doing anything other than just pointing out what the Democrats are doing. That's the thing about like Josh Hawley. There's great great thread where he exposes that Senator Mayorkas has lied under oath multiple times, that the American government is actively engaged in the destruction of the First Amendment. And it's like they think this is the last step. It's like they think they're done after this. It's like they think that if they expose this, the American people will go, wow, we don't want a government that destroys our First Amendment. We'll vote these guys out. Well, they keep getting elected because the mainstream media doesn't cover this because the mainstream media is involved in this scheme. They are a key component of this operation. So you got to do more that you have the power not just to expose what's going on but to actually have some sort of recompense for it like even if there i i don't know there's got to be some there's got to be some charge it's like attempted uh tyranny because that's the other thing is you you have leftists who all the time just go you know you point out you go look they're trying to take our guns and they go yeah but that bill failed it's like yeah but they still tried okay well look they're trying to install a disinformation board um the disinformation board dissolved actually yeah because we made them but it didn't actually. It's still operating behind the scenes. It's still being manned by the worst people in this country who – when they're – again, Alejandro Mayorkas. His job is to protect the border. Not only is he completely, utterly failing in that, he is doing the inverse of what he's supposed to be doing, what he has been empowered to do. He has opened the border and allowing for the mass migration of millions of foreigners into this country, totally unvetted, totally without regard for the laws of the United States. So what he's been empowered to do, he's not only not doing, he's facilitating the, the destruction of his obligation. But what he is doing is working with big tech to silence conservatives. It just doesn't matter whatever position you put them in. These people will use it to advance their own ends. And they all look like worms. I think that's the worst of it all is that these people are just the least charismatic, least respectable. They're just despicable worm creatures that just run our country. It's amazing, isn't it? Just incredible. 
And of course, Tim Cook, it's, it's amazing. They're like, people are like, well, what is Klaus Schwab doing in Washington, D.C.? Well, we don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Tim Cook and other big tech organizations meet with the Republican lawmakers. Where are the Republican lawmakers with a backbone? Where are they? Where are the people that are actually willing, not like the leftists, to abandon their obligation to progress their domestic agenda at all costs, but actually just uphold the Constitution, actually just do what you're supposed to do and use the power that you have been granted to actually do the things that you're supposed to do. That's all we're asking. It's not an extreme ask here. It's literally just doing what you're supposed to do, and they can't do it. And we can't stop. We can't stop the Democrats from doing what they do. We just can't stop it. Can't do anything about it. Can't stop it. Nobody we elect seems to have like – they're, they're all – all toothless vampires. It's insane. God, we have so it's just so much to cover. Um, we're going to cover what's happening in China. We're going to cover this. We're going to try to cover this false messiah, but we're going to cover Sam Bankman-Fried first, and we'll sort of explain exactly what's going on uh, with them. But I got to I, I got to make up for the fact that I've spent the first hour and a quarter now at this point. Uh, not asking you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. <laughs> Literally, I've covered just free speech for the entire first hour and not ask you to do the one thing that guarantees that I have the free speech to talk about all of this, which is to go to InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air, keep Band.Video running, keep this singular outlet that actually seems to be the only one that truly not just understands but has the, the appropriate passion behind what is being done to us. And understand how serious of a situation that we're in. InfoWars is a completely unique, utterly uncontrolled media outlet that the media has done everything in its power and the politicians and the international cabal has done everything they possibly can to get us off the air, to silence us, to ruin our reputations and humiliate us to the extent that we just don't want to play anymore. Well, we're still going to play the game. We're going to eventually win. You can't stop us because we still have the First Amendment. We're still going to fight for the First Amendment, and the American people still respect and understand the value of the First Amendment. So while that's still the case, we really, really appreciate you going to InfoWarsStore.com and giving us the physical ability to keep doing this. We got the the, the spiritual and the, the ethical drive is there to continue to champion what America is all about. But whether we can physically do it or not is entirely up to you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of the Mega Blowout sale, get free shipping with all orders over $50, up to 60% off our top selling products, plus double Patreon points, InfoWarsStore.com. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next. Or are they going to go for Steve Bannon? Or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago. I've been on air 28 years. And I knew they were planning all of this. And I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 
1776 is the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and give out the phone number right now. Give me a call about your thoughts. Taking all calls now at American Journal, 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. amount of dishonesty in this world right now it really is an empire of lies and it's getting increasingly horrifying 1877-789-2539 let's talk now about old sam bankman freed again it's a It's one of these topics that it's like it's hard to even broach because it's so obviously criminal what's going on. You know, it's one of the, it's just one of those things. Sam Bankman-Fried ran a 20 billion dollar company into the ground, but before they declared bankruptcy, they did things like donated 70 million dollars to Democrat groups right before declaring bankruptcy. Right, you're you're going into bankruptcy. Got a lot of creditors out there, a lot of debtors, billions of dollars of other people's money. And right before you declare bankruptcy, have to go into those proceedings. You just liquidate the rest of your holdings and dump them all into Democrat action. Maybe that's why he's avoided prosecution so far. But there's actually more to it than that. What he says is, quote, I've had a bad month. Bankman Freed claims he didn't knowingly commingle funds, blames girlfriend's funds and accounting mistakes. Counting mistakes. I mean, I've worked at companies where if you buy a, a you buy a coffee on their company credit card without permission, you get a you get a stern talking to, right? There's a level of accounting that even very small businesses take very seriously in this country. $20 billion disappearing, and he's saying it's accounting mistakes? Really? Okay. Again, I don't even know what to make of this. We'll go to some of these videos now. 
because it's just like it's like we're watching a comedy. It's like we're watching Idiocracy, and I'm expected to treat it like it's serious. But this is this is the real world. This is actually what's happening. And just that alone is kind of hard to to wrap your your mind around. Let's go to clip number 17 first, where Sam Bankman-Fried, despite being a criminal who has stolen and then lost, by the way, it's not lost, the life savings of hundreds if not thousands of people, $20 billion funneled through the Ukraine and back to Democratic Party operatives, back to media outlets, got to ask, like, what is this – why is this guy getting treated with kid gloves? Why are some people you know, ruthlessly hounded by the IRS, ruthlessly surveilled and having their door kicked down by the FBI for doing nothing, for hurting nobody, for stealing nothing at all, for their free speech activity? Why are they getting their door kicked down while people who steal $20 billion and flee the country are holding interviews with the New York Times? And talking about how they're they're not scared of being arrested. Why is this happening? Who else is involved in this? Who is protecting this guy? Or what message are the authorities getting and from where? Let's go now to clip number 17 where he says he's had a bad month. Right now, are you in the Bahamas because you think you can't leave? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm in the Bahamas. I, mean, I, I have been in, in the Bahamas for the last year and, you know, I've been running FTX from the Bahamas. You know, I've been running FTX Digital Market, our, you know, primary operating entity down here, um, you know, with, with you know, Bahamian uh, regulators and, uh, you know, and others in, 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 in contact. And, uh, you know, right now. Oh, Bahamian, I'm, oh, the regulator, you know, the Bahamian regulators, I see. With any of the global entities that. Uh, you know, that would want my help. Do you think you could come to the United States or go elsewhere? I, 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 I to my knowledge, I could. H- have you thought about doing that? I, I, I've thought about it. And, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I've seen uh, a lot of the, uh, obviously, a lot of the hearings that, that have been happening. I, you know, would not be surprised if, you know, Sometime I am, you know, up there talking about what happened to our representatives or, um, you know, wherever else is, is most appropriate. How concerned are you about criminal liability at this point? So I don't think that, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't personally think that I have, uh, you know, but I, I think the real answer is that's not, it sounds weird to say, but but it, I think the real answer is that's not what I'm focusing on. Um it's uh, there's going to be a time and a place for me to sort of think about myself and my own future, but I don't think this is it. Like right now, I mean, look, I, I've had a bad month. Um, this has not been any fun for me, but that's not what matters. <laughs> oh, what, he stole tens of billions of dollars. Oh, it's so funny. The millions of customers. What matters here is all the stakeholders in FTX. Yeah, see, he's uh, just, he's so, he's so uh, unselfish. I can to help them out. He's not worried about himself. And, it's all the other you know, people that he's worried. Like, is anybody buying that? Wait, let's shut, shut the guy up. I don't want to listen to him anymore. Just shut him up. 
Is anybody buying this? You know, there's a time and a place to worry about myself, but right now I'm just really worried about everyone else. Like, really? Again, how do you respond to this other than a mixture of laughter and fury? Like, this guy is spitting in your face and going, I just am worried you have dry skin. I mean, really? 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 You're going to buy this? You're going you're gonna to allow this to happen? Uh, let me tell you what the reality is. The Bahamas is Switzerland of the C- Caribbean. Bahamas is the most owned chain of islands that the world has ever seen. Nobody knows this. I can't even tell you how I know this. I know this from a personal experience that the richest families in the entire world, you know, there's a reason that they all own little islands. It's because they're in bed with the governments, the very small and ineffective and desperate governments of these poverty-stricken countries. Do you know what the Bahamas will do for people that bring in tens of billions of dollars? I'll tell you what they'll do. They'll hide their money there. Remember the Panama Papers? That was, a, that was the tip of the iceberg. You people have no idea how many trillions of dollars are hidden in the Bahamas by people like Sam Bankman-Fried. Later, and we'll, we'll show you more of these videos, he says he has $100,000 in the bank. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Meanwhile, his parents have bought million-dollar houses in the Bahamas. He says right there he's been in the Bahamas because he's been in close cooperation with the Bahamian regulators. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure it's a little bit easier to deal with the regulators of the Bahamas whose biggest you know industry is American hotel chains that operate there. I'm sure it's a little bit easier to deal with them than it is to deal with the actual authorities in America who have the actual ability if they choose to exercise it to provide oversight no he's in the bahamas because he has bribed the bahamian government to shield his wealth and to shield him from the consequences of the wholesale theft of billions of dollars i've got some good news and bad news Infowars is running the biggest sale of 2022 right now on our amazing products. Your chance to empower your body, your health, your immune system, and more, and keep us on the air, a win-win. The bad news is a bunch of our best-selling products have already sold out, and because of supply chain breakdowns, it'll be months and months until these great products come back in. X3 sold out. Our great American coffee blend has sold out. Uh, BioTrucelinium has sold out. But what hasn't sold out is DNA Force Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Whole Food Multivitamin, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, and so much more. So you've only got a few weeks to get these products at the lowest price you're ever going to find them. Don't fight the crowds. Don't fight the traffic. Don't do all your Christmas shopping in a month like a fool. Do it now. Get it all over with. Get a great deal. And keep InfoWars on the air while empowering your body. InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Here's the New York Times event that took place yesterday. Sam Bankman-Fried spoke, and we're showing you some clips from that. The speakers include Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX, President Volodymyr Zelensky, Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, Secretary Janet Yellen, U.S. Department of Treasury, 
What, a, what an all-star collection of individuals, folks. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the biggest scam artist in the entire world. Which, who's the biggest guy? I mean, this is like a, this is like a contest. This is like going for the Olympic gold in being the biggest con artist in the world. Is it FTX, Sam Bankman Fried? I mean, $20 billion disappearing in a single month. That's got to be some sort of record, but that's small potatoes to the trillions of dollars that BlackRock has accrued for itself by taking over the uh, distribution of funds during the 2008 collapse. During the Great Recession that they then took charge of fixing, right, by bailing out all of the banks that put us in it in the first place. I mean that makes Sam Bankman-Fried look like an amateur in comparison. And then you've got the Fed who, by the way, according to Bloomberg.com, stagflation is just what the economy needs. It's just what the economy needs. I don't know. Is it a conspiracy to say that all of these people are engaged in a plot to destroy our economy when – they admit it outright and write articles about how it's a good thing. I, I mean, am I the crazy one here? The Federal Reserve's pitched battle with rising prices, which, by the way, they started. We can go back to that story in October of 2020 where they said the Fed is doing everything short of dressing up like a pigeon and cooing uh, to bring about inflation. They're like, we need inflation. We're going to do some things to bring about inflation. Then inflation started, and they said inflation's fine. It's nothing to worry about. We're going to continue to do it. And then they kept, kept doing it. And then inflation got worse. Then they say, wow, this inflation's really bad. We better do something about it. I mean, is this – is anybody paying attention? Is anybody noticing this? Does anybody have a memory longer than a month? You can think back to the things that these people did to bring about the situation and now these people are in charge of correcting. Is this, is this really that confusing? I don't think it is. Actually, they say a bit of stagflation is just what the Fed needs and appears uh, – needs – should be and appears to be aiming for. They're aiming for stagflation. That's a stagnant economy with inflation. Combine them, you get stagflation. It destroyed the economy in the 1970s, and now they're doing it again and telling you they're doing it and daring you to do something about it. It's just incredible. Uh, yeah, they literally say that what, what they're trying to do is increase uh, unemployment. It's wild. It's absolutely wild, but that's what they're doing. So all the people that brought this about. So again, who's the biggest? Who's the biggest scam artist here? I think Larry Fink and, and the Secretary Janet Yellen. I mean, they're you know she's the former head of the Fed, now the Treasury Secretary. She's talking about putting you know uh, going after Twitter under national security protocol. Like that's a that's a brazen fraud. That's what you call chutzpah. But then President Volodymyr Zelensky. I mean. $20 billion is small change compared to what they've been able to scheme out of the American people. So like who's uh, New York Times hosting the, the most brilliant minds of our generation, the four biggest scam artists the world has ever seen who collectively have stolen trillions of dollars from regular working American people for their own benefit, for the benefit of their political or religious or whatever ideology that they're operating under. And the New York Times is uh, celebrating this. Because they may be the biggest scam artist of them all, the New York Times themselves. Let's go back to some of Sam Bankman-Fried. His conversation with the New York Times. I guess we'll go first to clip number 19. Because Sam Bankman-Fried, sure, he stole $20 billion, but he didn't mean to. So it's all good, right? Let's watch. You are a young man who made a series of terrible, terrible 
very, very bad decisions. It was so bad. It was such a bad idea to put billions of dollars in my parents' bank account. It was a massive fraud. This is a Ponzi scheme. Such a mistake. A manipulation of the system. And I want to start there because I think that there are so many people who have that question, which is what is this and what did happen? Yeah, look, thanks for having me. And um, Oh, God, I really just can't even stand listening to this guy talk. I was CEO of FTX, and that means whatever happened, whatever it happened, I had a duty. I had a duty to all of our stakeholders, to our customers, uh, our creditors. I had a duty to our employees, to our investors. And And instead, I just stole all the money and gave it to Democrat Democratic politicians. Clearly, I didn't do a good job of that. Um, clearly, I didn't do a good um, job of that. Made a lot of mistakes or, or things I would give anything to be able to do over again. Let's just, let's just, um, let's just okay, you can just shut him up. I just, I don't even want it. His, his squeaky little voice and his, his fake, his fake contrite. I'm just so sorry. Oh, you guys, I just, I tried so hard, but I accidentally stole all of your money and gave it to all of my friends. Uh, I had a responsibility. Like, just mad. Like, just just extrapolate just imagine like this is you know i had a responsibility yeah i am your babysitter and i had a responsibility to look after your child but then i picked up your child and climbed up to the roof and threw him off <laughs> oops <laughs> i had a res- but i had a responsibility and i know i made some mistakes they're just, just like slamming the baby on the counter like it's just, what and you're letting him say this you're letting him talk about this you're giving him a platform on the new york times to say this sort of stuff i mean my god it couldn't be more obvious. And you think I'm getting mad like, oh, it's just a couple billion dollars. It's just a couple billion. No, no, no. No, this was people's life savings this man stole and gave to his friends, gave to his parents, gave to himself. And it's still, he still has it. It's still in the Bahamas, underground. It's all there. <laughs> it all still exists. It just didn't just evaporate. It doesn't just not exist anymore. It went different places. <laughs> it just went away from your coffers, went away from your investment portfolio and into somebody else's. It was stolen. Okay, it's not that complicated, and it was that devastating. Let's go to clip number 15, where one of his victims very, very politely asks him to please explain why you stole my life savings. Here's that letter. One of the the letters I got, uh, I want to read to you, Sam, um, because it's from a gentleman who said that he lost his life savings. Um, And the subject line is, Sam Bankman-Fried stole $2 million from me. Says Andrew... Can you please ask SBF why he decided to steal my life savings and the $10 billion more from customers to give to his hedge fund, Alameda? Can you ask him why his hedge fund was leveraging long all of these S-coins? I'm going to keep it polite for the kids. Please ask him if he thinks thinks what happened was fraud. These are the kinds of letters that I've been getting repeatedly over the past several days. What do you tell this this man? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm deeply sorry about what happened. Oh, well, I guess it's fine then. Oh, we didn't realize. Oh, you're, oh, you're sorry for stealing the man's life savings and giving it away to your friends. Okay, see, we thought you weren't sorry. But now that we know that you're sorry, we understand. I mean, my God. <laughs> and this, he's getting glowing reviews. Sam Bankman's plan to... F- to change the world fell apart when his mistakes came to light. It's like the media is involved in this. The regulators are involved in this. The politicians are, you know, what's her name? Uh, Waters. Maxine Waters is like deeply entrenched in this. She got a lot of money from Sam Bakeman-Fried and was like 
giving speeches with him on you know on the congressional hill and people are just like you're just this wonderkin how did you do it so you think he did it by himself you think he did it without the cooperation of much more powerful people using him as a as a tool the i mean the corruption is just is just insane but you know you go give a speech about this to the uh the great upstanding people of new york city and what do they do well let's go to clip number 18 and find out on behalf of everybody here and on behalf of the public, I want to thank you for engaging in it at a time, in truth, when I know you've been advised not to. So thank you so very, very much. Um, thank you. Evil little rat face smile at it. And they Stand clap. Be free, everybody. Thank you. Just thank you so much. We understand that it can be hard to talk to people once you've conned them out of $10 billion. We just want to commend your bravery in, in uh, sitting here and, and, and lying to us. We just want to thank you so much for coming up here and acting contrite with your rat little weasel face and your, your gay little high voice and pretend like you're sorry for the crimes you committed and aren't being punished for. Thank you for your bravery. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we go directly out to your phone calls now. We've got Peter in Florida who's called in about the impotency of modern man and conservatives in particular. Thanks so much for calling in. Peter, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. I actually have a quote that I want to start off with that I saw, I read today, that was from a Southern Presbyterian chaplain from the Civil War. Oh. Um, I think it describes conservatives today. It says, 
This is a party which never conserves anything. Its history has been that it demurs to each aggression of the progressive party and aims to save its credit by a respectable amount of growling, but always acquiesces. Uh, American conservative conservatism is merely the shadow that follows radicalism as it moves forward towards perdition. It remains behind it, but never retards it and always advances near its leader. Its impotency is not hard to explain. It is only focused with expediency and not of sturdy principle. It intends to risk nothing serious for the sake of truth. And, you know, I think it points to the larger thing, you know, like I know you mentioned earlier this week, um, you know, that Ron Gould guy in Arizona who's like, oh, I'm under duress, but I'm still going to give in. I mean, you have Carrie Lake, a female who has larger balls than Ron Gould. You see McCarthy and McConnell and Pence trying to outdo themselves, condemning Trump and yay and Fuentes. And it's just so pathetic. You look at you also have, you, you, you also have this week uh, voting. Uh, uh, you know, to to enshrine uh, gay marriage in the Constitution. I mean, Republicans today are more liberal than liberals ten years ago. That's just a fact. Exactly. They they haven't conserved anything. They just adopt things five to ten years later. And and now and like I know you said it before. Like if we're going to be ruled by tyrants, at least let them actually be like jackbooted thugs looking at these limp wristed, milly mouth. Sam Bankman freed. They're just so pathetic. And these are the people who lord over us, um, you know, and are just complete criminals. Um, and so it's just, obvi- I mean, obviously the point is to demoralize us, but the problem is, is we're not just fighting against the Democrats, you know, the Mitt Romneys and, and um, Cheney's of the world and, and McCarthy and McConnell's are just as bad and, and would probably, you know, vote for half of the things um, that the Democrats want. Yeah. I- one hundred percent, and I think another aspect of it, just on top of everything you're saying, is the fact that like they have this idea that it's almost like they get sick of fighting over one particular issue, and they think, you know what, we'll just give up on this issue and focus on the real things that matter, like that with the with the gay marriage thing. It's like it's like you know they they sort of kind of fight back a little bit, not very much, a little bit, but it's just like annoying to them. So like, all right, we're just going to pass gay marriage and we'll be done with that and we can move on. But like, it's like they don't realize that every time they give in to progressives, progressives don't go, huh, all right, well, now we're, now we're good. Yeah, you've given us what we want. Now we're okay. Let's talk about some other stuff. As soon as you give them what they want, they pull out a list of 10 other demands. It's like negotiating with terrorists. You don't do it. You don't give in because even if you you know, cooperate with them. It just, it's like, it's like bleeding in in a water with sharks. It just gives them the thirst for more blood. (laughs) Like you've got to stop them and then fight back and reverse what they're doing, not just try to slow down what they're engaged in. I I mean, I'm amazed that that clip was as far back as the U.S. Civil War. Maybe I shouldn't be, but it shows what a perpetual issue that this really is. Thank you so much for that call, Peter. That was a brilliant quote, and I'm glad you shared it with us. Let's go to uh, Hobbs in Nebraska. who wants to talk about the secession segment that we ran. One of the few things that still gives me hope is the idea that we could just just chop off this cancerous limb and uh, and move on away from the United States government. Thanks for calling in, Hobbs. What would you? Th- what do you think about the idea of secession? Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning, Info Warriors. Good morning. It's your boy Hobbs over at Roads to Liberty, as usual. Um, so, yeah, you you ran that secession thing with everything that's going on in the world right now, from the Balenciaga and the FTX and the war in Ukraine and just the the tyranny, the 
uh, a conviction of Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers and everything. It's like a rapid-fire machine gun of black pills just being fired at our face right now. And really, the secession movement is about the only only real, realistic hope that a lot of people have. And so I wanted to add to it, there's a guy up in Montana that I'm good friends with. His name is Lyman Bishop, and he's running for governor. He's the owner of Hoplite Armor. You can go to hoplitearmor.com, buy some of his products, support him that way if you want to. Uh, he was, uh, a couple months ago, I think he was um, interviewed by uh, uh, Mike Adams over at his Health Ranger report. So you can talk to Mike about what kind of guy he is. He's a uh, He's a man of God. He's a solid conservative. I believe he's running as a libertarian this time, but he's he's a pretty socially conservative guy. Like I said, man of God. He gets your typical racist, anti-Semitic uh, insults levied at him. So he's he's really our good kind man. of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but he's a he's a, he's a good guy. He's running for governor up in Montana. He ran back in uh, twenty twenty. Didn't have much of a war chest. Still got four percent of the vote. So. Uh, check him out. He'd be a good interview for you guys. He was actually the very first interview I did on my personal show on our podcast. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, you, I'll check you know. it out. Is he is he in favor of a secessionary movement in Montana as well? Uh, his campaign motto is secession or oppression. Those those are the options. Day, day one, yeah. Day one is uh, he's like articles of secession are coming if I'm elected governor. Well, that that would be a a really great thing. I know, and you're exactly right about everything that you're saying, Hobbs. The, the machine gun of black pills is uh, hard to swallow, you might say, which is why, which is why we like to, uh, you know, latch on to things like, personally, the Kanye West uh, Yay situation. It's so it's so unique and it's so bizarrely you know, pushing the envelope that yet you have to celebrate and appreciate it. Uh, and secession also is sort of that glimmer, glimmering hope in the distance. Thanks for the call, Hobbs. I, I want to go to some more calls. He's really good. Let's go to Jay in Ohio. Uh, who says names like Sam Bankman freed. Are they even real? I don't know, Jay. I don't know. I might be having, I think I'm having a fever dream, right? I think I'm having a nightmare right now. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. You're on the air. Yeah. I, I think so. Like G. I think maybe on the keyboard, they might have just run out of letters. And Trump, you think about Cad, and he's the Trump Cad, made off. He took your money and he made off with it. Right. Bankman freed. I, you know, he, he's free. Uh, are these even real people? And then you, you think about crypto. I personally think about the crypt and the drugs and pot, and they love to sell their pot with cryptocurrency. And then Reagan. Or Reagan, you think about yeah. No, it's he, it's when, it's weird how that happens. Hey, hold on, hold on for a second, Jay. We got it. We got a special guest in the studio, unexpected. Alex Jones, everybody. I just want you to know, Kanye West is on my show at eleven, so it's going to be big. It's going to be live. Kanye West about to get here in about thirty minutes. All right, folks. Uh, exclusive announcement here on American Journal. Alex Jones will be hosting Kanye West in studio in uh, in about an hour. Hopefully this hour flies. Hopefully this hour goes by quickly. Uh, this is uh, this is new to me, like it is to everybody. Spread the word, folks. Hop on Twitter. Hop on your social media. Hop on whatever you got, however you can. Spread the word. Tune in. Band video. Infowars.com. The Alex Jones Show host Kanye West, the most explosive political figure in recent memory, on his show. 
I have, oh, this is going to be big, folks. This is going to be very big. You can already feel the frenetic anger of the mainstream media as the man that they have tried to silence in every possible way interviews the other man they've tried to silence in every possible way. I don't even know what to say. I'm just excited. Can we just, can we just, does Alex want to take over this show? Can we just do it right now? All right, Kanye West is on his way to the studio. 30 minutes, he will be here at 11 o'clock. He will be live with the one and only Alex Jones. Spread the word, folks. Let it spread like wildfire all across the internet. Alex Jones has now announced. Clip that out. Reverse it a little bit. Tell everybody it is official. Kanye West is en route to the InfoWars studio here in Austin, Texas to be interviewed by the one and only Alex Jones. It's, it's, it's this type of stuff. It's these types of announcements that should really make you want to go to InfoWarsStore.com. There's only one way that we're able to host people like Alex Jones and Kanye West. The, the only reason that Alex Jones can have a platform right now is not because he has some secret approval from some shadowy. No, it's because the people in power still don't have 100% control. They got 99.9% control, but we're that 0.01%. We are that, that uh, uh, you know, modicum. We are that iota. We are that one little piece of the puzzle that they don't have control over, which allows us to do things that they don't approve of. So spread the word now and go to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the mega blowout sale. Free shipping on all orders over $50. You're getting 60% off our top-selling products. And I think best of all, Better even than our incredibly high-quality supplements. Better even than the effects that you will find on your own life by taking things like Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus. Better than all of that is the fact that we get to sit here and watch Alex Jones interview live to tens of millions of people, Kanye West. Who knows what will come of this combination of these two Super Saiyans as they power up. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com.